and you're listening to the Voice Not podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Vera, and you're listening to the Voice Not podcast. Yeah, yeah. It is your partner Lee and K from New School. You're now listening to the Voice Not podcast. Other people depending on me. You're not gonna be fucking with me. <laughs> Fulfill my mission, no selfish wishes Rapping to rep the country I'm putting work to prove it's not a phase Now my title shall never fade But at my age, they say rapping is kamikaze You killing yourself Though we dope for a reason Boy, leave the hope for the children Zim ain't got hope for your written Plus, be why always resisted But in my dreams, God visits me when I sleep With visions of when we killing These critics couldn't perceive it But I see it, Lord, I see it yeah, I see it Lord, I pray you make a way for the real Lord, I pray you make a way for them, make a way for the real ones, yeah When we hustling for millions, yeah You know we trying to get the billions, yeah Lord, make a way for them, Lord, make a way for them Lord, I pray you make a way for the real ones So low, we need your strength, too many giving up Too many losing hope, they say we've prayed enough We just needing some brighter days Like is that too much? It's getting darker, Lord, has your spirit forsaken us? Do you protect the greedy? Don't you favor the needy? Life isn't straight, so how can we blame the youth for leaning? And if we cry, they killing Look at our backs, they beating We go down while they down in Dubai, no lie, uh And prices keep on rising while we fuel queuing And teachers still won't teach us about kukura hundi We need to heal the nation, now we scared to do it I'll forever inject the truth into this rap music Until the day that we're actually free When the economy and industry is made so everybody can eat Until we get the youth off of the streets And give them jobs so they evolve into the people they was destined to be To be the leaders that can actually lead And be lovers of the people and equality and lovers of peace Until the prodigal children return home United and not divided a nation, no young survivors Will you make a way? Yeah. Will you make a way? Lord, I pray you make a way for the real ones. Lord, I pray you make a way for them. Make a way for the real ones. Yeah. When we hustling for millions, yeah. you know we trying to get the billions. Yeah. Lord, make a way for them. Lord, make a way for them.
Yeah, man, that sounds of Asaph, the boy Asaph, with the track called Real Ones off his current EP called The People's Rapper, man. Asaph currently doing the most like what we do right here on the Voice Now podcast. Yeah, man, welcome to the Voice Now podcast, the voice within. And I am your host, Nigel Lovu, aka Nigel Vision, aka The Media Mogul, aka I do the most. If you're listening to this podcast in the future, just know that we recorded this episode on the 6th of July 2019. Isn't that crazy, man? <laughs> the internet. The Voice Now Podcast is a platform where we get to showcase amazing African movers and shakers, sons and daughters of the African continent who are doing the most, who are doing the best they can to take Africa to the next level. And this week, we got another amazing young African leader right here on the Voice Now Podcast. This guy has done so much, achieved so much. However, he does keep a very low profile and he's also humble as well. He is a Tony Elemelo fellow. And uh, he was recently nominated for a Royal BAA Award. Those are the Royal Bulawayo Arts Awards. And uh, he's also an educator and uh, he's also passionate about the girl child. Uh, he's also passionate about the free flow of information and freedom of expression. I'll let this guy tell us more about what he does, the job he does, and uh, the work he's working on. Whatever he's doing, man, uh, you'll get to hear it from him. Yeah, man, his name is Joe Pettingwenya, and he is our guest right here on the Voice Note podcast this week. Before we jump on to that interview, I'd like to speak about a brand new segment which I'm bringing you right here on the Voice Note podcast. The name of the segment is called Notes to the State House. The main objective of this segment is to give ordinary Zimbabweans a platform to communicate with the president of Zimbabwe. So if you've got a vision for Zimbabwe, if you've got concerns about Zimbabwe, if you've got ideas about development on how we can progress as a nation, this is a segment for you. If you want to participate in this segment, what you can simply do is send a WhatsApp voice note to 0713732454. I'll take that again. 0713732454. Alternatively, what you can do is follow the voice note podcast on Twitter at the voice not part or you can like our facebook page the voice not podcast send us a message if you want to participate in the segment yeah man so this week i think we got two voice notes to the state house to edim nangagwa i hope they get in the right hands and uh yeah man let's build zimbabwe yeah man without wasting much of your time let's uh, take it away and listen to job Tinguenya right here on the voice not podcast welcome to the voice not podcast the voice within Hello, Vlawayo, Zimbabwe, Mother Africa and the world. My name is Jobe Tinguenya. I'm an educator, I'm a researcher, I'm an advocate for digital uh, research, I'm an advocate for development of entrepreneurship in schools, I'm also a development practitioner. Um, I'm currently a mentee with the Tony Elumelu Foundation for 2019 court, and I'm also running for the Outstanding Arts Educator Award with the Royal Bulawayo Arts Award uh, 2019. Right. Um, so what earned me uh, the Bulawayo Arts Educator nomination is the digital magazine that we are running currently uh, with teenagers from around Bulawayo. Um, the magazine is, is, is known as Teens Click Magazine. Um, it's a magazine really that focuses on teenagers. It focuses on telling the story from the perspective of teenagers. The content is generated by teenagers um, and it 
really out there to address, to address the issues that are dealing with uh, with teenagers. Um, so the magazine simply seeks to empower teenagers in promoting their various skills and giving out the voice uh, to the to the to the issues that affect their well-being. And um, when I think about the magazine, is that it has I would say it has um, end its name by clinching about three awards since it's, it's, it's launched last year. Uh, first of the awards was uh, it came second in the Bulawayo Junior Achievement um, Company Awards sometime last year, towards the end of last year. Then we went to Harare and um, in Harare the same magazine came out second, you know, in the same um, company's competition but this time it was at, uh, at national level. But well, maybe our, our greatest achievement was that the company or should I say the magazine was voted as the best digital business award with Teach a Man to Fish charity. This is a UK registered charity which seeks to empower you know young people with uh, business skills at really at such a tender age. So we entered the competition in 2017 where we, we voted the best um, the best business idea for the year. It was a separate idea of course, uh, you know, not the magazine. But then uh, last year when we submitted the magazine, it was voted the prize as the best digital business of the year. Right. Um, this was the very same idea that really earned me um, the Tony Elumel Foundation Leadership Program for for 2019. So I'm currently a mentee with that you know big organization that really wants to address the issues through with um, enterprises in um, in Africa. So my take on the current education system. Well, I would say. Uh, the system doesn't go all the way. It, it leaves out really a lot of, of issues that need to be to be readdressed. It, it's okay that we, we updated from what it was um, maybe before 2017, but a lot still needs to be to be addressed in that regard. Um, I would say, as we know, it still too orderly, you know, for life. You know, that could be a story for another day. But truth be told. There are some areas that need some revisiting. For example, um, one thing that I'm personally against is that everyone is, is tested on one thing, yet it's a given that we are gifted differently. You know, you have, for example, everyone being tested on their mathematical justo, of which not everyone really um, could be good with mathematics and stuff. It wouldn't really be fair, say, to test everyone on their skills in, in say, volleyball, uh, you know, in, in, in basketball and everything. So the education system needs to really address that area so that people are, are tested on the areas where they are competent in. So at the end of the day, we graduate people who are, uh, who are failures, I would say. We, 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 we rather lump more than... 70% of our all-level candidates as failures nationally because we would have tested them on areas that they are not really competent in. So that area needs to be addressed. And secondly, um, I feel the education system, or should I say I know the education system, is not really addressing um, 
issues that we are we are facing as a as a nation, as a continent, and even the whole world. Our 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 system, uh, our education system, even in Zimbabwe or even in Africa, is somehow not as fast-paced as the world is. The world is changing at a very fast pace, but our education is really taking a snail pace in everything that we are really trying to, to address. As a result, by the time someone graduates, whatever they would have learned, maybe in, in, form, in form 4, by the time they graduate, um, you know, at whatever level, uh, the world would have changed, so to speak. As, as a result, uh, those are some of the areas that really need to be to be revisited, and maybe my my proposed solution to to the problem, you know, the problem of of punching everyone and expecting everyone to pass, yet we are gifted differently, is that uh, we really need to revisit the revisited uh, curriculum. So what we we came up with in in 2016, 2014 to 2016, still needs to to be to be revisited because. You know, a lot of other issues still arise out of that um, uh, curriculum, and this is crazy, I know. And maybe the solution to a, a, an education system that is not addressing a fast-changing world that we are living in could be, among other things, you know, introducing entrepreneurial education. Um, I know not everyone was born to be an entrepreneur, but um, truth be told, we there are skills that can be learned from entrepreneurship that will apply to everyone. You know, someone who's going to be a bureaucrat in the next 30 years, if that kind of a system will ever be there in the next 30 years, needs to be taught some entrepreneurship, you know, at a very tender age, if it's possible. At, um, at, at, at primary at primary level, people should have that you know entrepreneurial skills being taught to them at those um, you know in such a tender age. So actually, I'm currently uh, working on a on a on a paper. Uh, the paper is entitled um, well, the paper should I say it's sort of a a proposal you know to a program known as SIP that is S W E P. Um, standing for School Enterprise Education Program, which is, um, should I say, a subset of um, what I've called School Enterprise Education Development. Uh, my thinking really is that um, if we are to teach entrepreneurial education at a tender age, we chances are that we are going to develop a learner that will manage to stand a fast-paced world come say the next 15 years when things are totally different from what they are today um on on what um entrepreneurship education is i'll simply say we're just bringing in two concepts here education and and uh, and entrepreneurship of which education uh, education is about equipping learners with necessary information knowledge uh, skills and uh, and attitudes to prepare them for 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 a life, you know, to face to face uh, challenges in uh, in the future. And uh, on the other end, you know, entrepreneurship is the ability to um, to solve problems, you know, and uh, monetizing, you know, the solutions that you are proposing to. to
to, to, to problems. So entrepreneurship, uh, I would say entrepreneurship education really, is therefore a process, a, a process of equipping learners with necessary information, knowledge, uh, skills and different attitudes that will prepare them um, to, be success, to be successful in coping with challenges uh, of life by creating and monetizing solutions. So education in general addresses, you know, the issue of us tackling challenges in, in the future. But entrepreneurship now is all about uh, the ability to face challenges and come up with a solution and monetizing those solutions. That's all it, it, it's all about. I know this concept has been, um, you know, criticized from different quarters for whatever reason. Um, there are some philosophers, I would say, there are some thinkers um, who are of the opinion that entrepreneurship, um, what, for example, not everyone can be an, an entrepreneur. That is, that is very true. Um, there are some who are questioning if everyone is taught um, you know, these this business skills, if we expect everyone uh, to be an entrepreneur, which is not really the whole in, um, essence of entrepreneurship education, but um, the questioning is, if, if all and sundry is taught entrepreneurship, then where are we going to get our engineers, where are we go, um, going to get our, our teachers, our, our lawyers, our, our doctors, and even our, you know, you know, these civic duties, our, our firefighters and our garbage um, collectors and all. The, the simple answer to that is, entrepreneurship is not all about uh, doing away with all these professions as we know uh, as we know them today though of course some of the professions in the next 10 or so years would have been eliminated somehow you know whether entrepreneurship education or not but entrepreneurship is about impacting this soft skill within um, a, a learner so that in facing challenges, they can proffer solutions that can that they can then uh, monetize. But in case they are not really interested in monetizing those solutions, we, we we are we are training a person who is going to able to to address um, challenges as they face them, maybe proffering solutions without necessarily you know uh, making money out of those solutions. So, entrepreneurship is therefore all about teaching people, uh, you know, these soft skills that will enable them um, to, to tackle challenges in the future, that will enable them to, to monetize their, their, technical, their technical skills, their sporting skills, their engineering skills, you know, their, their pedagogic skills. That's the whole idea of entrepreneurship. You know, our, our challenge as a continent is... Um, high rate of unemployment and by teaching entrepreneurship we are addressing the problem of um, unemployment for two reasons number one by empowering someone with entrepreneurship skills we are actually employing them and at the same time this person is being empowered to empower the next person by creating employment for the next person so entrepreneurship education is therefore uh, the way to go for that reason. And in any case, we should take note of the fact that 
everyone somehow is an entrepreneur. You, you have your doctor, he's, um, he's trading his, you know, his, his medical skills for, for a salary, you know. That's, that's entrepreneurship. Only maybe what they need is to, to scale up, you know, that whole system and maybe to break from the system of being employed and employing themselves and the next person. Yet, uh, the whole concept of me getting something from what I'm doing uh, really persists. So, the other reason really, uh, the, the good thing about entrepreneurship education is that someone who's, who's taught entrepreneurship at a tender age will definitely make a, a better employee. Uh, say, they are taught entrepreneurship, they don't go that route, which is more often than not, you know, in, a, in an average population, not everyone is going to be an entrepreneur really. But if they are taught these entrepreneurial skills at a tender age, they, they, they then, you know, host these skills within them. When they get employed uh, at whatever capacity, at whatever office, at whatever government department, they are, they are thinking, you know, they are, they are, their thinking is really different from the thinking of a person who's not an entrepreneur. In other words, they they understand how their role in that organization fits into the whole value chain of that particular um, organization or even government department. They'll understand even how their organization fits into the whole national value chain and their work and how their work is really contributing into the development of their company and uh, into fitting into the vision of their company or even the department they are working uh, they are working for so this then motivates you know it, it it really brings in the element of innovation within an individual within an employee and um, this will then bring the, the the concept of intrapreneurship someone who's not an entrepreneur um, but they possess entrepreneurship uh, you know entrepreneurial skills um, within an organization that they are working for. And generally, these are the people that I needed in, in our political system, in our public offices, in, in, in the companies that are the... These are the people that are needed. People are going to think outside um, the, the normal way of how these organizations are working. People that are going to be innovative. That's the whole concept of entrepreneurship. Uh, having an entrepreneurial somebody within a, a system, be it a company that is out there to provide a, a product or a service and make a profit, or within an organization that is just there, you know, to provide a service, uh, maybe free of charge, or just as a public service. So if, if we have such a people within these systems, and it starts with really the entrepreneurship education. So if we have these people within the system, it, it will really um, develop our country, make us a better people. Then, um, that said, it's, it's, it's apparent that not everyone is going to be a Bill Gates, not everyone is going to be a Dangote, not everyone is going to be a Strav Matthew, not everyone is going to be a, a Tony Elumelu. But um, we, we, from entrepreneurship, there are skills that are needed in everyone be it a teacher, be it a doctor, be it a lawyer, be it a nurse, be it, you know, a garbage collection um, 
officer or whatever you want to call them be it a firefighter there there are some soft skills that are needed within every other person so that we can solve our problems as a nation we can solve our problems as 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 a continent so entrepreneurship um teaches creative thinking it might it it helps people to minimize you know risk i know uh the standard entrepreneurship teaching is that um an entrepreneur is is a risk taker but want to 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 define say entrepreneurs entrepreneurs are people with the ability to to minimize risk they know whatever they are doing is risky but the skill that they are then taught is to minimize um those risk so the world needs such people the world uh, needs the people are critical thinkers people are creative thinkers people are able to collaborate uh, people are who are able to identify opportunities and people are, who are then able to to monetize whatever opportunities that they find people are able to identify problems proper solutions to those problems and then um monetize those um you know those solutions and 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 everyone becomes happy that's the whole um essence of a capitalist system so in conclusion i believe in education that will create a person relevant for life today and the life in the next 95 years and that person can only be developed through entrepreneurship education thank you yemen yeah, that was job betting when you're telling us more about his story what he does and what he's passionate about Yeah man this is the kind of people we're talking about in Africa people who've got like a vision for Africa thank you for tuning in to the voice note podcast you can follow the voice note podcast on twitter at the voice note pod you can also like our facebook page the voice note podcast you can also follow me on twitter at the real nigel ndovu yeah man tell a friend to tell a friend about the voice note podcast the voice within yeah man i'll leave you with sounds of prince uh, the name of the song is called moya Tell us what you think about the song as well on social media. Yeah man, it's been a great show. I'm signing out. President Munangagwa, I would say that don't do things haphazardly. 
plan and prioritize certain things. Currently, the economy and energy and employment are the issues that you're supposed to be prioritizing. Things like trying to fundraise for, for soccer, I don't think that's that was a noble thing and an ideal thing to do now. Start prioritizing your ministries well, de- uh, depending on what it is that people are facing. Yo, Mr. President, I'd like to know what's, what's your next step with the information that came from the Auditor General with all the audited books and all the planes that are missing. I know we've lost 15 billion before and it, it was just swept under the rug. What are we going to do with the three missing planes and all the millions of dollars that went missing? Yeah, my name is Vus. Peace out. Thanks, Naish. As the president. Conversations when we talk about life. Listen, just I'm on a daily trying to figure it out. Young, black, and gifted, educated with potential. But we don't have the tools, so we die with potential in the government. Island, but Lavandu, bro. But I get to go pill up my before I'm a vote. After that, they are gone. For the next five years, we're never gonna see them no more. Uh. This song is not political, but if you come here, where I'm coming from is factual. My people living with this pains every single day, praying for heaven, but daily they're living in hell. Getting banned by the bills, getting banned by the fees, getting banned by the pressure to provide for the meals. If you never been where I've been or seen what I've seen, you never understand how it feels. Now we got a new president, congratulations, I hope that is the man for it We got a lot to build, I hope he has the strength for it A chance to fix things, I hope he makes the best of it why but that's the struggle, such a look I don't wanna be another cheater on the corner. I seen a lot of dreams dying there in the corner. Growing up, I used to think that was a place for dropouts. I seen niggas with diplomas sitting in the corner. So you gotta do your best to stay afloat. You gotta rise each and every time you fall. You gotta do whatever it takes to be the man. Unga pelu moya kaslam, just make a plan. Kunja ne ba fe, asperi mor. Kunja ne ma sister, asperi mor. Ne ba kunsi ma ba fe, asperi mor, asperi mor, asperi mor. Kunja ne ba fe, asperi mor. Kunja ne ma sister, asperi mor. Ne ba kunsi ma ba fe, asperi mor, asperi mor, asperi mor. 
But in Dwana you good, but you ain't need enough You ain't talking about weed, pussy, and ain't enough Why you always go deep, just do the simple stuff Cause if you don't, I'm afraid you'll never be big enough Okay, fair enough, the streets is flaring up Cause they want that talk, that I don't say enough I wanna trap, I wanna dab, I wanna flex too But I'm thinking about the bills I gotta pay too And if easy time, I couldn't afford to Pay on time, the song speeding his rhymes Hey, I give my life to these lines Hey, I put my life in these rhymes I mean, it's a possibility that if I don't blow lyrically I'll probably be the biggest disappointment in my family They be like, do I not get a chance to get a degree? But you just chose this rapping thing, it's your pedigree I'm still an ordinary rapper, nothing extra about me I don't really have the cars and the girls you see on TV But I keep it real cause I rap about things that I see Like, some of the struggles of my people but Sekasi boy I never wanted nothing but my voice to be heard there's a couple things that I didn't have I never had the fleshy clothes so that I could look cool By the time I always pay fees so I go to school And I took that as a gift My bamba nge sajang I loaned the laws Jeng esti mail and duanan sasho shilos I go to lesboros and pilos in a matrist and turn I'm in the class of my wrongs making mistakes so I learn Talan go cotton sa mogong ken I been followed in young homie Now I'm stuck with a plan Pening a push a lumpano fedengi he heavy weight Track a pool of my cargo bumpaga Mi selu seven ekas jeng oronaut Hi, my name is Stephanie Kapfunde and you're listening to the Voice Note podcast. Hello everybody, my name is Vera and you're listening to the Voice Note podcast. Yeah, yeah, it is your partner Lee and K from New School. You're now listening to the Voice Note podcast. Hi Africa, this is Dr. Lilo and you're listening to the Voice Note podcast. Tune in. Mama told me, Sunny, you hear me? I need all of you, I need all of you, oh yeah. Mama told me, Sunny, you hear me? I need all of you, I need all of you, oh yeah. All night out, no sleep, I just all day out. I go sleep when I'm rich, all night out, no sleep, I just all day out. I go sleep when I'm rich. I got a walk out on your office.
Welcome to the Voice Note Podcast, the voice within, and I am your host, Nigel Ndovo, aka Naj Vision, aka the Media Mogul, aka I do the most. Yeah, man. The Voice Note Podcast is a platform where we get to showcase amazing young African leaders, movers and shakers, sons and daughters of the African continent who are doing the best they can to take Africa to the next level. And this week, man, we're going back to West Africa. And this time around, we are in Ghana. And uh, we're speaking to a medical doctor, an artist. He's a rapper. He's a young African leader. And this guy was selected to be part of the Empower 100 Artist Initiative by Mr. Easy, an international artist. He's also international, man. I must say, his current single called No Sleep is going viral, man. I'm talking about Dr. Laylo all the way from Ghana, man. Yeah, man, we got him right here on the Voice Note Podcast. I discovered this guy a few months back. I think it was in January on Instagram, man. Can you imagine? And uh, six months down the line, I reached out on Twitter. And yeah, man, we got him right here on the Voice Note Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the Voice Note Podcast, the voice within. I was the guy that made him Laylo. So that's how I got my name. So I mean, the first rap battle was everything. And, 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 and boosting my confidence and giving me my name, I guess, and make me realize I was actually capable of, um, I guess, rapping. I mean, yeah. Actually, I tried um, was before medical school. I mean, I recorded it. I wrote it before medical school. Um, but I recorded it while I was in medical school. I mean, I wrote it um, with faith, I guess. And uh, you could say, because a couple of the lines in the song was calling myself the real rap doctor, I guess. And it, you could say it was uh, a gamble because I don't know what would have happened if I didn't make medical school because I wrote it pre-med. So I try, I try was um, a song of faith, um, I guess. So it came from the, the struggle and in, um, in me wanting to, um, you know, to achieve my dreams. Um, 
I guess um, I would say my father's dream but I mean it became my dream too um, yeah so I tried it was just about the struggle the effort and me getting there and it influenced me into um, um, into getting to medical school no more of like finishing a couple of other songs that came after was what helped me finish medical school so I tried it was before and and so it was a song of faith I guess um, being a doctor is like um, let's say like a betrothed marriage initially I was not with it <laughs> I didn't like the girl but as time went on I fell in love with her um, so um, the idea of helping people especially um, I mean I'm doing pediatrics um, pediatrics children um, the look on the mother's faces especially when um, the grace of God of course you pull their children out of a near death situation the love and the, the gratitude it's something money can buy and it's so uh, amazing and the feeling you have in knowing that you gave somebody something so precious you know it's amazing yeah so that's one thing I really love about being a doctor having people sing along to your pain your struggle your happiness and being able to relate to it is one of the best feelings ever especially when you hear people sing along to the song it's something else it's something about it I, I was a very personal person in terms of I, I could just write music without I, I wouldn't mind if nobody heard it but it got to some point where I realized that it was not about me it was about um, being able to write something that somebody can relate to and use it for their day-to-day -day, um, activities I guess so um, what I like most about being an artist is the fact that people could relate to my story and people could feel my pain and people could it's like a, a it's like a, um, a stress reliever I guess people could feel your pain and everything and the response people give I mean it's amazing honestly I don't have a fixed answer to that um, but I guess sacrifice determination a lot of sacrifice and discipline sacrifice in a sense a lot of free time hanging out with friends it kills a lot of relationships but I mean I know where I want and where I want to go I mean and in terms of determination you knowing what you're capable of and not stopping regardless and discipline I mean I have time actually allocated to the studio and time for work so it, it, I can never kill that balance and you need to follow it in order to make music and in order to follow your career I mean as a doctor or whatever career you might be in um, so yeah with the discipline um, I mean these three things are key um, so I think that's I don't actually don't know how I do it but I guess it's um, it's a day-to-day -day struggle it's a day-to-day -day struggle it's hard but I know I won't um, wow Dominic was everything um, I met him in my first year in high school um, he was the one that made me realize I could make music I mean, all I had was this raw talent. I actually didn't know I was capable of making music. I was capable of making good music. All I knew I was a rapper. You know, Dominic taught me arrangements. I mean, in terms of how to make good music. I didn't know I could sing. Dominic made me realize I could sing. I mean, he was everything. I, I, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. I mean, I wouldn't be able to make music if it wasn't for him. Um, 
so he influenced my sound and art and everything he changed he changed i was a hardcore rapper i mean he changed it made me put my style to it um told me people want to hear stories my story so dominic was everything in influencing my art and my sound and i'm really grateful and i mean So yeah, I owe a lot to him and that's what one of the things that drives me. One of the things that makes me want to get there because he believed in me so much. Sometimes I could just I, I didn't understand. I didn't understand. He could be like, Charlie, you, you know what you know what you have. Do you know what you have? Like I mean it was an overwhelming because sometimes I didn't get it. I didn't get it. But to have somebody believe in you so much it, it was really good and I'm really grateful and may her so rest in peace and Every day I pray for him and I know I know he's up there proud and I won't let him down. I can't let him down. I can't. So it's one of the things that drives me, really, really drives me. So I met Dominic Dimag, that's Magnum's brother. Um, so he played a couple of my some of my stuff to Magnum and when he heard it after high school he called me. I was like, he's starting a label and it was it was it felt good because a young guy and having somebody believe in you to the extent of um, um, investing it was amazing. It was really really amazing and I'm really grateful. So that's how I got signed to Magnum Beats fresh from high school. It was through DMAC, Dominic Bully. Everything is was due to him. Wow, I have a big family. I have nine siblings. Um, six brothers three sisters and they are everything to me um my mom passed away when i was 16. just when i was fighting my finals to the university and it was a big blow but at the same time <clears throat> i'm a person that needs drive um she she and my dad always wanted me to be a doctor so i guess it fooled me um my mom, i think can't talk about my mom I probably might tear up so um yeah so that's family for me uh, the my dad is in support of my music of course I mean I could play my stuff to him he'll be telling you that you need a trumpet here you need <laughs> yeah stuff like that um he's with he's with, with me 100 percent my siblings oh my god my sisters especially um they are fans I mean and it's really it feels really good and I, I really love that about them anything I do they support me and I love them so much. My brothers, so family is everything to me. It's like a backbone. It's like um, I need it to survive. I need them to survive. Wow, um, there's so many artists things. Um, I would say um, Sakodia. I would say Sakodia. I mean, the consistency in terms of the quality of his music, his lyrics. I would say Sakodia. Say Mr. Easy, <laughs> not because, not because. I mean, the whole empower thing, but I mean, uh, he he has taken African music to a whole new level. This consistency. Um, somebody you look up to, you can look up to. I mean, his story from where he came from in terms of music and to a global sensation. It's something you strive for, and so to me, he's my favorite artist in Africa. My dream collaboration would be with Drake. Um, that would be it would mean so much to me. Um, I 
um, I'm a big fan, so uh, making music with Drake will be everything. It will be a dream collaboration. So I remember I was, I was um, okay. Let's see that story for another time. <laughs> but social media is like now like a middleman um, in terms of promoting your music, and it has and it has improved the brand. Um, a lot of my fan base came from um, social media, of course, where people help them um, hear my music for the first time through social media, and it's been an amazing ride. Um, especially with the Empower program, people uh, shine a lot of light on my music and me as a person, as a brand, and that's built my fan base, and I'm so grateful. And um, yeah, so. The experience has been um, something else, especially when you're getting a lot of feedback from your music, and I think that's what drives you. That's what makes you want to make more music. So the experience has been um, amazing, and I'm really grateful to Empower Miss Daisy for um, giving me the opportunity to show people what I'm capable of. Like I said, I was driving with uh, this the story. I I, I was driving with a, a friend, and we're in a heated argument. Right? I was so I was so angry. Then all of a sudden, I get this buzz, this vibration on my phone. So I take the phone out and I look at him. Then I see the notification, Empower Africa, and this thing posting my music on their page. And I was just, I was, and I just smiled. Then my friend looked at me, like, because all of a sudden I was angry, all of a sudden I was smiling. I mean, it was, that was the day I found out. I mean, it was, it was that's my dog. Yeah, that's my dog. It's called it's called Drumo. It means blessing. I mean, I had nothing to do with that, but let's go on. So, um, yeah. So the day I got selected was everything, and I never put myself out there like that, especially in terms of competitions. And me putting myself out there, I was scared. I mean, yeah, of course, rejection. <laughs> yeah, but it, it took some time. I got I got mentioned by Mr. Easy on Twitter after seeing the video on t- the song on Twitter, the No Sleep on Twitter. It was like, wow, this is amazing. Have you posted it on Instagram? And I was like, wow, I posted it a long time ago. So I, I, you can understand the frustration. I was really frustrated. I was really really frustrated. And um, I think the frustration was part of the anger I had in me when I was arguing with my friend. Then all of a sudden, I just got selected. So it was just um, a cold breeze on me. It's like, finally, because I was like, what the hell? I think myself, in the sense that everything I go through, in terms of my, in terms of my um, everyday struggle, um, in terms of um, everything around me, people, um, patients even, um, my family, everything, everything inspires me to make music. So, um, for example, I have a song called Born One, and it's about... Portion and it's about uh, a guy not wanting a pregnancy, the, guy, the girl wanting a pregnancy. I mean, like everything I see. So, sometimes when you're talking to me and you spark up an idea, I might be lost because <laughs> I'm trying to make a song. So, yeah, people, people, things people say, I get a lot of inspiration from them. So, yeah, that's what inspires me. Yeah, so that's what inspires me. Um, no Sleep is an emotional song really emotional song it came from a deep place and um i remember um, closing from work and i had studio time i had studio uh, time then after so i went to the studio 
and usually I, I write the song so I wrote the song on my way to the studio and once I got there um, we I like to create the beat from scratch so we created I was in all my songs I'm involved in the production because that I, I, I picture the song in my head and it resonates and the sound resonates in my head so I know what I want to hear so I went to the studio, we created it. I mean, I remember crying while recording this, so I had to put up the lights and everything while recording this. So No Sleep is a really spiritual song. It really came from a deep place, and you can feel the energy when you're listening to it, the inspiration it, 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 it puts into you once you listen to the song. So, yeah, um, it was produced by Bass Traps, my people. <laughs> yeah, They're new and amazing. I mean, you should check them out. Um, yeah, so together with bass traps i produce all my songs we, we produce all my songs let me see yeah um wow um what advice would you give to african youth listening to voice not podcast um i like to say i know you hear it all the time um, hard work determination and yeah but it, it, it pays and it's just a matter of time i mean you just have to keep at it work hard sacrifice a lot you have to sacrifice a lot there'll be tears and and I don't know. Me personally, um, I can tell you the number of times I've doubted myself and um, wanted to stop. Um, I'm not. I'm. I'm not there yet. I feel I'm not where I want to be, but it's a process, and it's it's just a matter of time. So just keep keep at it. Just keep hammering. It, it, it will work out. Trust me. I mean. Yeah, man. Amazing story, man. So, yeah, man. That was Dr. Laylo right here on the Voice Note Podcast telling us more about his musical journey, what he gets down to, what his inspiration is, and uh, what family means to him. Yeah, man. So, if you want to check out Dr. Laylo, what you're going to do right now is go on Twitter. His handle is at I am Laylo at I am Laylo. He's got a brand new music video to his uh, latest uh, banging, smashing single called No Sleep, man. I must say it's 3 a.m. in the morning and we don't sleep out here. Thank you for tuning in to the Voice Note Podcast. So what you're going to do also, just follow the Voice Note Podcast on Twitter. Go and like our Facebook page, the Voice Note Podcast. And yeah, man, thank you for tuning in to the Voice Note Podcast, the voice within. Give me the cue. Hi, my name is Stephanie Kapfunde, and you're listening to the Voice Not Podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Vera, and you're listening to the Voice Note Podcast. Yeah, yeah, it is your partner, Lee and Kay from New School. You're now listening to the Voice Note Podcast. Hi, Africa. This is Dr. Lalo, and you're listening to the Voice Note Podcast. Tune in. Mama told me, Sunny, you hear me? I need Hallow Yeni, I need Hallow Yeni, oh yeah. My mama told me, Sunny, you hear me? I need Hallow Yeni, I need Hallow Yeni, oh yeah. All night out, no sleep, I just all day out. I go sleep when I'm rich all night out, no sleep, I just all day out. I go sleep when I'm rich. I gotta walk out on your face. Okay, yeah. Oh, they bring my heart out for the boy, yeah. You more, 
why we be making moves My mom deserve it all, she don't get much time at all She man just for look sharp, she man just for food All night out, no sleep by day Welcome to the Voice Note Podcast, the voice within, and I am your host, Nigel Ndovu, aka Naj Vision, aka the Media Mogul, aka I do the most. Yeah, man. The Voice Note Podcast is a platform where we get to showcase amazing young African leaders, movers and shakers, sons and daughters of the African continent who are doing the best they can to take Africa to the next level and this week man we're going back to west africa and this time around we are in ghana and uh we're speaking to a medical doctor an artist he's a rapper he's a young african leader and this guy was selected to be part of the empower 100 artist initiative by mr easy an international artist he's also international man i must say his current single called no sleep is going viral man I'm talking about Dr. Laylo all the way from Ghana, man. Yeah, man, we got him right here on the Voice Note Podcast. I discovered this guy a few months back. I think it was in January on Instagram, man. Can you imagine? And uh, six months down the line, I reached out on Twitter. And yeah, man, we got him right here on the Voice Note Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the Voice Note Podcast, the voice within. I was the guy that made him Laylo. So that's how I got my name. So I mean, the first rap battle was everything. And, 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 and boosting my confidence and giving me my name, I guess, and make me realize I was actually capable of, um, I guess, rapping. I mean, yeah. Actually, I tried um, was before medical school. I mean, I recorded it. I wrote it before medical school. 
um, but I recorded it while I was in medical school. I mean, I wrote it um, with faith, I guess, and uh, you could say, because a couple of the lines in the song was calling myself the real rap doctor, I guess, and it, you could say it was uh, a gamble, because I don't know what would have happened if I didn't make medical school, because I wrote it pre-med. So I try, I try was um, a song of faith. I guess so it came from the, the struggle and um, in me wanting to um, you know, to achieve my dreams um, I guess uh, I would say my father's dream but I mean it became my dream too um, yeah so I try it was just about the struggle the effort and me getting there and it influenced me into um, um, to get into medical school no more of like finishing a couple of other songs that came after was what helped me finish medical school. So I tried was before, and and so it was a song of faith, I guess. Um, being a doctor is like, um, let's say like a betrothed marriage. Initially, I was not with it. <laughs> I didn't like the girl. But as time went on, I fell in love with her. Um, so, um, the idea of helping people, especially, um, I mean, I'm doing pediatrics, um, pediatrics, children. Um, the look on the mother's face is especially when um, the grace of God of course you pull their children out of a near death situation the love and the, the gratitude it's something money can buy and it's so uh, amazing and the feeling you have in knowing that you gave somebody something so precious you know it's amazing yeah so that's one thing I really love about being a doctor. Having people sing along to your pain, your struggle, your happiness, and being able to relate to it is one of the best feelings ever. Especially when you hear people sing along to the song. It's something else. It's something about it. I, I was a very personal person in terms of how I could just write music without... I, I wouldn't mind if nobody heard it, but it got to some point where... I realized that it was not about me. It was about um, being able to write something that somebody can relate to and use it for their day-to-day -day, um, activities, I guess. So, um, what I like most about being an artist is the fact that people could relate to my story and people could feel my pain and people could... It's like a, a, it's like a, um, a stress reliever, I guess. People could feel your pain and everything. And the response people give, I mean, it's amazing. Honestly, I don't have a fixed answer to that. Um, but I guess sacrifice, determination, a lot of sacrifice and discipline. Sacrifice in a sense, a lot of free time, hanging out with friends. It kills a lot of relationships. But I mean, I know what I want and where I want to go. I mean, and in terms of determination, you knowing what you are capable of and not stopping regardless and discipline i mean i have time actually allocated to the studio and time for work so it, it, i can never kill that balance and you need to follow it in order to make music and in order to follow your career i mean as a doctor or whatever career you might be in um so yeah with the discipline um i mean these three things are key um so I think that's, I don't actually don't know how I do it, but I guess it's, um, it's a day-to-day -day struggle. It's a day-to-day -day struggle. It's hard, but I know I won't. Um, wow. Dominic was everything. Um, I met him in my first year in high school. 
he was the one that made me realize I could make music. I mean, all I had was this raw talent. I actually didn't know I was capable of making music. I was capable of making good music. All I knew I was a rapper. You know, Dominic taught me arrangements. I mean, in terms of how to make good music. I didn't know I could sing. Dominic made me realize I could sing. I mean, he was everything. I, I, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. I mean, I wouldn't be able to make music if it wasn't for him. Um, so he influenced my sound and art and everything. He changed. He changed. I was a hardcore rapper. I mean, he changed it. Made me put my style to it. Um, told me people want to hear stories. My story. So Dominic was everything in influencing my art and my sound, and I'm really grateful. And, I mean. So yeah, I owe a lot to him, and that's what one of the things that drives me. One of the things that makes me want to get there, because he believed in me so much. Sometimes I could just—I I didn't understand. I didn't understand. He could be like Charlie. You, you know what? You know what you have. You know what you have. Like I mean, it was an overwhelming because sometimes I didn't get it. I didn't get it. But to have somebody believe in you so much, it, it was really good, and I'm really grateful. And may he so rest in peace. And every day i pray for him and i know i know he's up there proud and i won't let him down i can't let him down i can't so it's one of the things that drives me really really drives me so i met dominic dmag that's magnum's brother um, so he played a couple of my some of my stuff to magnum and when he heard it after high school he called me i was like he's starting a label and it was it was it felt good because a young guy and having somebody believe in you to the extent of um, um, investing it was amazing. It was really really amazing and I'm really grateful. So that's how I got signed to Magnum Beats fresh from high school. It was through DMAC, Dominic Bully. Everything is was due to him. Wow, I have a big family. I have nine siblings. Um, six brothers three sisters and they are everything to me um, my mom passed away when i was 16 just when i was writing my finals to the university and it was a big blow but at the same time <clears throat> i'm a person that needs drive um she she and my dad always wanted me to be a doctor so i guess it fooled me um my mom, i think can talk about my mom I probably might tear up so um yeah so that's family for me uh, the my dad is in support my music of course I mean I could play my stuff to him he'd be telling you that you need a trumpet here you need <laughs> yeah stuff like that um he's with he's with with me hundred percent my siblings oh my god my sisters especially um they're fans I mean and it's really good. it feels really good and I, I really love that about them anything I do they support me and I love them so much. My brothers, so family is everything to me. It's like a backbone. It's like um, I need it to survive. I need them to survive. Wow, um, there's so many artists in Ghana. Um, I would say um, Sakodia. I would say Sakodia. I mean, the consistency in terms of the quality of his music, his lyrics. I would say Sakodia. Uh, same as the easy. 
not because not because I mean the whole empower thing but I mean um, he he has taken African music to a whole new level this consistency um, somebody you look up to you can look up to I mean his story from where he came from in terms of music and to a global sensation it's something you strive for and so to me he's my favorite artist in Africa my dream collaboration will be with Drake that would be, it means so much to me. Um, I, um, I'm a big fan, so uh, making music with Drake will be everything. It will be a dream collaboration. So I remember I was, I was um, okay, let's see that story for another time. <laughs> but social media is like now like a middleman um, in terms of promoting your music and it has, and it has improved the brand. Um, a lot of my families came from um, social media of course where people help um, hear my music for the first time through social media and it's been an amazing ride um, especially with the empower program people that uh, shine a lot of light on my music and me as a person as a brand and that's built my fan base and i'm so grateful and um yeah so the experience has been um, something else, especially when you're getting a lot of feedback from your music. And I think that's what drives you. That's what makes you want to make more music. So the experience has been amazing. And I'm really grateful to Empower Miss Daisy for um, giving me the opportunity to show people what I'm capable of. Like I said, I was driving with... Uh, this is the story I... I, I was driving with a friend and we're in a heated argument, right? I was, so, I was so angry. Then all of a sudden, I get this buzz, this vibration on my phone. So I take the phone out and I look at it. Then I see the notification in Power Africa and this thing posted my music on their page. And I was just, I was, and I just smiled. Then my friend looked at me, like, because all of a sudden I was angry and all of a sudden I was smiling. I mean, it was, that was the day I found out. I mean, it was, it was that's my dog. <laughs> yeah, that's my dog. It's called, it's called Promo. It means blessing. I mean, I had nothing to do with that. But let's go on. So, um, yeah, so the day I got selected was everything. And I never put myself out there like that, especially in terms of competitions and me putting myself out there I was scared I mean yeah, of course rejection <laughs> yeah but it, it took some time f I got I got mentioned by Mr. Easy on Twitter after seeing the video on t the song on Twitter the No Sleep on Twitter it was like wow this is amazing have you posted on Instagram and I was like wow I posted a long time ago so I, I you can understand the frustration I was really frustrated I was really really frustrated and um I think the frustration was part of the anger I had in me when I was arguing with my friend. Then all of a sudden, I just got selected. So it was just um, a cold breeze on me. It's like, finally, because I was like, what the hell? I think myself, in the sense that everything I go through, in terms of my, in terms of my um, everyday struggle, um, in terms of um, everything around me, people, um, patients even, um, my family, everything, everything inspires me to make music. So, um, for example, I have a song called Born One, and it's about abortion, and it's about 
a guy don't want in a pregnancy, the girl wants in a pregnancy. I mean, like everything I see. So sometimes when you're talking to me and you spark up an idea, I might be lost. <laughs> I'm trying to make a song. So yeah, people, people, things people say, I get a lot of inspiration from them. So yeah, that's what inspires. Yeah, so that's what inspires me. Um, no sleep is an emotional song, really emotional song. It came from a deep place. And um, I remember uh, closing from work and I had studio time. I had studio uh, time then after, so I went to the studio. And usually I, I write the song, so I wrote the song on my way to the studio. And once I got there, um, we I like to create the beat from scratch. So we created I was in, all my songs. I'm involved in the production because I, I I picture the song in my head and. It resonates and the sound resonates in my head, so I know what I want to hear. So I went to the studio, we created it. I mean, I remember crying while recording this, so I had to put up the lights and everything while recording this. So, No Sleep is a really spiritual song, it really came from a deep place, and you can feel the energy when you're listening to it, the inspiration it, 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 it puts into you once you listen to the song. So, yeah, um, it was produced by Bass Traps, my people. <laughs> yeah, they're new and amazing. I mean, you should check them out. Um, yeah, so together with bass traps, I produce all my songs. We, we produce all my songs. Let me see. Yeah. Um, wow. Um, what advice would you give to African youth listening to Voice Not Podcast? Um, I like to say, I know you hear it all the time, um, hard work, determination, and yeah, but it, it, it pays. And it's just a matter of time. I mean, you just have to keep at it, work hard, sacrifice a lot. You have to sacrifice a lot. There'll be tears. And and uh, I, I don't know. Me personally, um, I can tell you the number of times I've doubted myself and um, wanted to stop. Um, I'm not, I'm I'm not there yet. I feel I'm not where I want to be, but it's a process, and it's it's just a matter of time. So just keep keep at it. Just keep hammering. It, it, it will work out. Trust me. I mean yeah man amazing story man so yeah man that was dr Lelo right here on the voice no podcast telling us more about his musical journey what he gets down to what his inspiration is and uh what family means to him yeah man so if you want to check out dr Lelo, what you're gonna do right now is go on twitter his handle is at I am Lalo at I am Lalo. He's got a brand new music video to his uh, latest uh, banging smashing single called No Sleep Man. I must say it's 3 a.m. in the morning and we don't sleep out here. Thank you for tuning in to the Voice Note Podcast. So what you're going to do also, just follow the Voice Note Podcast on Twitter. Go and like our Facebook page, the Voice Note Podcast. And yeah, man, thank you for tuning in to the Voice Note Podcast, the voice within. <laughs>